0: Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of WWUK Newscast, The Pod. Hello and welcome to... WWUK Newscast, The Pod. It's me, Danny Perring. I am joined today by Matt. Hello there. Chell.
1: Hi.
0: Lewis. Hey, everyone. And Andy. How do? Hello, everyone. How's it going? Yeah, well, good, thanks. Good. good. Right, we're going to get right into it. We have got a pretty decent show today. We got uh, Andy's trip report from his uh, recent trip to Walt Disney World. We are we're, we're going to break down quite a lot of that trip, um, but first we are going to um, have a quick discussion about a couple of um, news bits that have come out over the last week, um, and one of them being today as a bit of a rumor as well. So, did we all hear about the? Adventures by Disney, um, hundred thousand dollar per person trip, taking us all around the world. Oh
1: yeah! Yes.
0: So this bad boy has sold out. Um, I cannot believe that seventy five of. <laughs> well, I can believe it that seventy five of these trips. That's it. That they're done now. There are no more spaces. But let's just quickly go through what it is that you're able to do on this trip. Because I'm not gonna lie, if I had a hundred and ten thousand dollars, I'd be on it in an instant, right? So it is 24 days, covers six countries. And you visit all 12 Disney theme parks as well as the Taj Mahal Pyramids of Giza and the Eiffel Tower. You also are a guest at Summit Skywalker Ranch, and this is all while you travel on a luxury Boeing 757, which is operated by Iceland Air. Um I mean the Star Wars fans in us are straight away going giddy about the uh Skywalker Ranch, aren't they? And you can see, you can see Chell nodding, like, like,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not being funny, guys. I don't want to stay on this topic for ages because it's all sold out. And we, you know, we we know it goes to all the different parks. But how amazing would this
2: have been? Yeah, oh,
1: this is. Perfect. Yeah,
2: this is. I won the lottery last week. I am splurging out. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. The um. I think just to go to tokyo as well for me would be uh it's a bit of a um bit of a uh bit of a bucket list item for me um i don't know about you guys probably uh i'd say lewis i'd say you you'd quite like to visit tokyo wouldn't you
3: yeah disneyland tokyo c i think is the one that for me that is kind of my my ultimate you know Disney Park, I think, Uh, but also I'd like to try Shanghai, Um, some amazing attractions there. Um, Pirates, apparently, at Shanghai is just unbelievable, so uh, that's Pirates of the Caribbean, so um, yeah. (laughs) Uh, just yeah. random pirates there. yeah
0: and you get to ride tron which won't get built until 2062 in orlando which i'm sure andy will fill us in on later when it comes to his trip report and seeing the uh, construction firsthand <laughs> um, yes, yes. <laughs> um did anyone have sort of anything they they sort of like the look of on this um, adventures by disney trip that they sort of that's what they would want to have done or um you know like the VIP tours at Disneyland or anything like that.
3: I think there's a lot of a lot of the elements that I would absolutely love to do. And one thing I'm quite disappointed about is there's no stopover in Hawaii for Alani. Um
0: mm. that's um, really surprising actually.
3: Yeah. Um so they could have filled that kind of gap there. Yeah. Um and broke that kind of Japan leg down. Yeah, um, I'm really shocked by that bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, like the whole Skywalker, the whole like West Coast side of things is is phenomenal. Really. Yeah. Um, I also find the itinerary quite interesting. Like finishing finishing up at Walt Disney World. Yeah. Um, it, probably, possibly the weakest. One of the weaker kind of parks maybe um I mean we I know we all love it, but you know potentially could you know could be one of the weak weaker ones if you're looking at all the other places well, around
0: the world it comes you look at it and go, well, everyone's probably been to Florida that are gonna, mm-hmm. that's that's paid to do this, so you probably should have started it in Florida and ended in. In Disneyland, done it
3: the other way around I mean, they, they've clearly done it because of the time zones. This way, there was no reason to. to they couldn't start it at Walt Disney World and then go over to West Coast, yeah. and then just fly back into Orlando, and that's it. You know, you go home. Bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that. They've obviously done it from a time zone point of view, but still, uh, I, I, that's just my personal opinion. It's you know. It's not quite the the climax at the end that you know you're like oh that's oh, Walt Disney World. And yeah, uh, oh, I've got yeah. to watch Enchantment. Yeah. Um, I'm not happy ever after. Not that we're bitter about this no. at all. Just saying. Mm. Wishes. <laughs>
0: um yeah, so um yeah, I mean what an amazing trip that would be if you could afford it, absolutely. Um but um, we can't. So, <laughs> um, speak for yourself, gang. Trip review coming next year. Oh, wonderful! <laughs> that was <laughs> a bare-faced lie. Yeah. I mean, Molly going, is she?
3: If only I'd been able to sell, sell it, you know, and you know, the uh, that would have been a, that would have been quite a nice little uh, Yeah,
0: I mean, it sold out in pre-sale, didn't it? Yeah, didn't yeah. even make general public. <laughs> make yeah.
3: general sales, madness. And, and although we say we're surprised, we shouldn't be surprised. No. And, you know, we, we don't, I know we kind of said we're trying to be positive and all that kind of stuff, but at the end of the day, we are seeing the the move where they are kind of trying to place their product at the moment, and that is to the people that can really afford it. Yeah. Because you know, that's that's the way of the world. Right
1: now, so, bit of a shame,
3: but I'm sure that hopefully they'll somebody else will bring, they'll or they'll organise something that's going to be slightly less money for the peasants. For the peasants. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, speaking of it's the same um, thing, on a pedalo. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> or even if they just had a massive A380, which holds about 600 people or whatever, like 500 people, and just yeah. fill that. Uh, you know, yeah, they'll be, yeah, 20 grand uh, cheaper than what
0: we're, uh, what they're yeah. charging for this one. Um, well, speaking of things that, um, that are a shame, there is a uh, there is a little rumor. What a segue this was, by the way, awful. Um, the uh, there is a rumor going around that park hopping may soon need a park reservation made for it, so um. We all know currently that you need a park reservation. Um, every day you want to visit a Walt Disney World resort theme park, um, and you can currently park hop from 2 p.m. It's 2 p.m., isn't it? <coughs> yeah. The current thing is yeah. So at the moment you can you can just hop over to a to another park. So you start your day at the Magic Kingdom at 2 p.m. You want to go and look at some construction walls, so you go and visit Epcot. And the rumor is now that that park hop will also need an additional theme park reservation. Now, um, I know uh, a couple of us have used the reservation system already, being Andy and Chell, and uh, Lewis. You're you're gonna be you've looked forward to using it as well in an upcoming trip. Um, So for somebody that hasn't used it yet in map, what are your feelings on potentially park hopping, needing um, a park reservation? Maybe if this is where Disney are going. I just, I just think to like when, when park hopping first became a thing, it was meant to be like, a oh, you're spontaneously deciding we've done a bit here. Let's We've done a bit in magic kingdom. Let's, Let's go uh, throw throw a number in the air. Four. Okay, let's go Epcot. <coughs> and it was meant to be like a spur like spontaneous thing of we're gonna go try a different park now. I don't I, I don't like that it's gonna have to be it's just another extra bit of planning that I I don't wanna ha- I don't want to do and will have and will probably be forced to do. I'll do it for you.
1: <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Yeah. In that I case, mean, it's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean,
0: Lewis. Um, I know. Again, you're you started using the park reservation system with your upcoming trip, so you've you've already booked, yep. um, some theme park days already. But I mean, if they announce that while you're out there, if you want to hop, <laughs> that another reservation needs to be made, what are you what are you thinking on that? What
3: I'm thinking is, what is the point? You know, like I don't really understand what they're trying to achieve here. I mean, they've. I know. I know everybody's going to say, well, it's all to do with staffing levels and all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, you've got an element of people that are going to be in the park at any one time because they've already made their park reservation. Um, What What are they trying to achieve? From adding another layer, as Matt said, there's another layer that we then have to, another hoop that we have to jump through to go mm. to another park. It just it it makes absolutely no sense to me. Um, so, yeah, I mean, are my question is is Disney purposefully making life difficult for the guest? What what is what what are they trying to? We you know. Surely the idea is that you just go and enjoy it and you're not looking at your phone every five seconds, like wondering what, you know, park reservation you've got or what, you know, Genie plus reservation you've got or what lightning lane you've got to get or what virtual queue you've got to apply for and, you know, at seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah. It just it just feels like it's technology for technology's sake now. And yeah. I don't, really understand. I don't really understand the logic. And I'd love to hear, if it is something, I'd love to hear the reasoning why. Because it can only be because, once again, they want to make sure that they've got their staffing levels correctly, i.e. to save money. So if that park is not likely to be busy in the evening, then they don't have to have so many sta- staff right on, or vice versa. Um, it's bonkers to me. Yeah, it just
0: seems. It just seems like another way to micromanage every single guest that's that's stepping foot on property. I mean, where does where does it end? Do we have to reserve to go to Disney Springs next?
3: It's or the or the water parks. It's, or do you or do you have to reserve every single ride that, attraction that you're going on at a certain yeah. time? It's just like it just it. Like I say, it makes zero sense to me. Um, on this one and i really when i saw saw the headline about the rumor i thought it was going to be that they were going to take it away and i was literally just about to celebrate and then i read it properly it's like you have got to be joking yeah you genuinely have to be joking
0: it's bizarre it really I, is I, I don't understand i don't even understand the logic of just the reservation in general still being around like i thought It was a COVID thing, wasn't it? It it was a it was a COVID thing, and now Universal Universal aren't making you reserve down a hard day.
1: Every every, everyone's
0: told us it's fine now.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I think I think, (laughs) but I think that wasn't why they they brought in the reservation system. They they pretended it was the reason why they brought it in, but as I've said, really it's a cost saving function so they know what staff need to be how many staff they need to rotate on in certain places the fact is i don't really understand because surely if you have a park that's open that has attractions that are going then then why you know you have to have them staffed you have
0: yeah to have but why why do they need to know what staff they need in the middle of the busy summer period right yeah. Is it a shock to them that those parks are going to be rammed full of people? It's, Walt Disney World, it's your 50th anniversary. You should have this down by now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've been they've been doing this for 50 years in Florida. This shouldn't have just crept up on top of them. Uh, surprise, people like to come here. It's, yeah.
3: you know, uh, it's bizarre. It, is it only um, sort of like restaurants and refreshment carts? Is that the things that they're looking to... If they need to be open or not. I mean, I, I don't know, it's just no. but that that's that's allegedly the reason, yeah. I mean, Chell, what about
0: you? Mm. I mean, you, you're on your phone enough out there when you, you're looking yeah. at the, the app and all it's that all, fun stuff, aren't you? So, and you're it's Instagram. all too
1: technical now, yeah. Everything's I mean, too gone, technical.
0: Gone are the days when you could just rock up to the Magic Kingdom. Oh, 1995
1: that when we were making our park reservations they were never fully booked we always no. got what we wanted to get i don't know if that's the same with you andy but we never didn't get yeah what we wanted and even if we wanted to change on that morning they were, they were still available
2: so mm. we found it was really really busy closer to the time say like for example i wanted to book a last minute theme park um i don't know this is strategy by disney but the only thing part that was available was Epcot. Now you would think it would be dead. However, they're obviously trying to force people in there to use the uh, virtual queue system and then go on guardians.
3: Right. Mm. So
0: it's a it's a cunning plan. Um, whether or not this happens, I'd like to think it doesn't. I'd like to think they're they're clued up enough to go. Do you know what? Let's just keep it as it is and then hopefully just get rid of it um it would be nice but um you know we'll, we'll soon see we'll soon see um definitely uh definitely not something i'd quite like i wouldn't like to see
3: anyway um yeah. no. i think it's here to stay on the yeah yeah, yeah. Um, oh, certainly for the foreseeable future
0: yeah i think yeah. you're right i think you're right well um what we'll do now we're going to move over to Andy we're going to go through his recent trip but before we do Andy um uh-huh. there's a pillar behind you that's it's green um and it's poking out one side here and one side here yeah you, you look like yoda when it's lined up correctly there you go
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was so this is a spare room, which has been a dumping ground for God knows how long. And I, I recently changed jobs where I think I only actually have to physically be in the office once a month. So this yeah, is yeah. going to be my home office. And at the moment, as you can see, we haven't got rid of the suitcases yet. <laughs> um, I, I will share you guys a picture of uh, this one when we got it off the conveyor belt in Manchester because it was battered. <laughs> so we, we've had these for quite some time. They're going to go to the local tip in the next couple of days. Then we'll buy new ones next time we travel. But yes, Super. strong you are. So,
0: Andy, you went to a little place called Walt Disney World. Yeah. How was it?
2: Um, as I was saying to Giles before we got on, it was hot, sweaty, a bit hot and a bit sweaty. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I, I think
0: we... over. Thanks for listening, everyone. That's. Uh...
2: Yeah. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> no, it was we, we peaked thirty six one day, and it was blistering. And it just happened to be the day we went to a water park as well, so we burnt like you know, I'm a northerner, we don't see the sun apart from two days a year, so it's you know, it, it was it was intense, but it was brilliant. It was it, it was just so nice to get back. But it, it, I think the main thing for us when we got there, once we, and I'll talk about the travel properly in a few minutes, but. Once we landed at Orlando, we got into that sort of like inside the terminal where you can see the uh, the hotel and the Disney shop. Mm. There was that moment of realization, like, "Oh my God, we've actually done it! We've managed to get back to Disney!" And that sense just washed over us, and you know, I must admit, I shed a little tear, and you know, maybe kissed the ground a couple of times and thanked (laughs) God, and you know, and it was just so great to get back. And then, you know, um, we, we went to the Alamo checking desk to get the car. And the lady was like, uh, is this your first time back since the, the pandemic? And she gave me the biggest hug and said, you, you can't understand how happy we are to have you guys back. That during the pandemic, we were doing maybe 4%, 3% of our daily trade in car hires. And, you know, people are losing jobs and, you know, everybody was just so happy to have the British back. Like, it, it, it they couldn't go out of the way and be nice enough to us. So it was just lovely. Such an amazing feeling to be back.
0: Price of them rental cars made them happy as well, though, didn't it?
2: Well, <laughs> thankfully, because uh, I, I think I'd moved my holiday around a few times. I'd managed to lock a price in the car. But nice. I, I have revisited recently, and I did think to myself, wow. Yeah. I need to win the lottery.
0: Yeah, I think but, uh, we've got a tank for our uh, for our trip next year with um, all seven yeah. of us going. It seems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, I
2: think we, we ended up with a people carrier, so we had the Chrysler Voyager. Honestly, okay. everything off the remote, so I could open all the car doors off the remote. I could start the car off the remote to let the aircon go in. Ah, uh, I was in love. Uh, obviously. <laughs> They're all modern vehicles, so they all have Android Auto and Apple CarPlay. So I'd paid for the the scheme for version when you got the sat nav and she went, Oh, you've got your Apple CarPlay going, you don't do you want the sat nav? I was like, No, but can I get proof that I've not took it? She said, No, it's documented here, you've not took it. I was like, Yeah, cool. No more pulling over once you get past that point and trying to get this sat nav working. <laughs> so yeah, it was silly,
0: good. silly question, right? Silly question. I know car plays done through Bluetooth, correct?
1: No, no, that's what I was going to say.
2: No, you need a lightning cable if you're on an iPhone or a USB cable if you're on that other thing.
0: So how do you use but, your do you use your data? Maybe? You're using your data? Yeah. Oh, great uh, news. Andy Robson's loaded. No, what? no, no. Top tip.
3: Top tip. Oh, my God. Go on. What? Get, what? A, what? get a 3SIM. Buy a 3SIM, and you can use the data... On that, I think that I don't know how much they are on there. it used to be about 20 quid. Yeah, but you got 12 gig of data on it. Um, buy that, whack it in your phone. You can't, you don't hear from anybody else. Happy days. Um, but you've got a phone that you oh, can I use can and you've got all the data that you know you need for, to use your uh while you're in the parks and for the car journeys. So,
2: so my My personal mobile phones through 02, and when I got the contract. I got a couple of options to add on free perks, so I got like Disney Plus free for six months, which I just tacked onto the back of me uh, plan. And they said if you want it, you can have a bolt-on think It's like an extra two pound a month, where you can use your entire package over in the US. So I was like, hmm, oh wow, no brainer. The only problem is whoever O2 uses in the US for Roman, I think it's T-Mobile. It's not great but for low data usage things like sat nav it was fine yeah. you, also that
3: you can download google apps
2: yeah like, google maps
3: google maps sorry you yeah. can download it
2: so if you find the section that you want to cover so say you just cover central florida you can then create a drag drop over the central map area and it just downloads it offline here um the only thing it doesn't factor in, which we found quite handy a few times, is live traffic. Yeah, like the I four at certain times of day is a bit of a you know lovely place to spend all afternoon.
0: <laughs> uh, Google, what's the traffic like? It's bad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's that report off from the guy. How's was weather? Bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. So, in terms of you travelled with Virgin, correct?
2: We did. We had such a wonderful experience. Oh, okay. Oh, dear. Right, so, go on. <laughs> um, it, it's almost like i got a friend who works in the travel industry, but somebody mm-hmm. mentioned get you backside to the airport well early. And we arrived four hours before the flight rather than the three hours before the flight because we knew, particularly in Manchester, there's been a lot of issues with check-in desks. Tui's having a wonderful time at the moment. Said nobody. And... Basically we got there plenty of time. We must have queued in the check-in queue for about an hour. Uh and they were still booking in people from the early flight. Because we went for the eleven o'clock flight out of Manchester, there's also the ten o'clock flight out of Manchester. And uh, they were still getting those people through check-in. They were still getting a I want to say it was a Dallas flight, I might be wrong there. Um another flight anyway to the US uh through the check-in when we got a text message to say you're playing is delayed by two hours due to a technical issue. Now, d- delays don't bother me because the end of the day, once you get past three hours, you know you're going to get an extra couple of quid in your pocket anyway. But as we're getting to the front of the check-in, this woman came up to us and noticed that there was me, Kelly and the girls and said, listen, um, it's going to be a couple of hours. We expect it actually to be longer. Um We got Holly Withers, who's autistic, and she's already, already registered with Virgin as needing support. They knew that. And they just said, listen, there's an option for you here. We can move you onto the earlier flight, which means we'll priority book you. Um, We will then get you support to get through priority security. And then you'll be escorted straight to gate on the plane. Your luggage will come with you and all the children's meals and all that will be sorted. So we said, "Um, yeah, why not? Absolutely, let's do it. Now... Quick question for the group. Do you think they actually kept to that promise? I'm gonna go on no. a limb. and say no. No. So we queued for another hour and twenty minutes in check-in, where they were doing the same with multiple families. They only had one check-in desk for a flight that was leaving about an hour and a half and by the time we finally no, sorry, an hour and a half from that point. And they were still continuing to check as a priority a plane that was delayed at that point by three hours. And at one point, I said to the lady who'd moved, us, I said, "Listen, if you're going to wait any longer, we know security is going to be lots of funny. irrespective we're not. We've got the accessibility route pass. whether or not. We've got kids, but we're not going to make the plane. What happens then? You'd be fine. You'd be fine. You'd be fine." I said, "I get that." I said, "But if I miss the plane, I've missed the plane. Are you going to meet me back to a later flight, or are you going to penalise me, saying we have to pay to move? Because so, we've moved at your behest, right?" Anyhow, the check is in, it was all sorted, we got through security, we were four minutes late for the plane, but thankfully so were a lot of other people who had been in the same boat. So uh they held off on us. Um after that point we were flying absolutely fine. The flight was bumpy, but we didn't mind. And the they came to serve the meal. And you can see them, they always bring up the children's meals or the dietary meals first, don't they? So <laughs> you know I, Help. me out. My oldest was happy with the adult menu, whereas the youngest two of the kids' meals, and I'm like looking around thinking, Where where are they? And that was it. Didn't come anywhere near us. And then I realised the kids weren't getting fed. So they started coming down with our meals. And I said to the uh, flight attendant, I said, Listen, we've got two kids here, where's the meals? Oh, well, the kids' meals have been handed out. And I said Hang on a second. We were transferred from the later flight. We were told the meals were being brought over. And I really do wish I'd filmed it. However, I will say now, if you're flying and you're filming, Virgin do make an announcement saying that if you're filming, you need to get the permission of others to film them. So I'm guessing something's gone on there in the past. And I just said to her, I said, what's happened with everybody else who transferred? She went, any specialty meal, be that gluten-free, else, be be vegan. <laughs> via kosher meal or halal meal was not transferred over and i went but my kids won't eat an adult menu particularly the youngest who's got autism because she alone eats specific meals that's why we pre-booked the children's meals that we knew to be chicken nuggets on the way out and she went i'm sorry there's nothing we could do and i just looked at her to say we're on a flight for nine hours what the hell is she eating Anyhow, yeah, literally, a few minutes later, I walked back to just say to her, do you have any unused meals? And there was one child who apparently was fast asleep, hadn't woken up, and they'd left his meal at the back. And I'm not ashamed to say at this point, I pretty much had to beg for the meal and say, can you please gonna have a word with this child's parents? If he's not going to wake up, can my daughter who's wide awake have the meal because she would not eat anything else? And after 15 minutes, they came back to us and gave her the meal they been sat in the side, it had cooled down, it had condensation under the tin fall and was soggy and mm. unedible. Mm. Needless to say, I've already sent a complaint email over to Virgin Atlantic and said I was unhappy with the process. Had to turn on and said to me at check-in, you can move, but none of that stuff's gonna be transferred over. I would have said it's fine, we will opt to wait. And all right, they might turn on and say all right, if you do this, you're going to forfeit your uh, compensation. I would have just gone, I'm not bothered because I know that's going to happen if I don't. And, yeah, it was an absolute nightmare.
3: Andy, was your luggage okay, though?
2: Going out was fine, yeah. Uh, No Mm -hmm. issues, because that was my second thought. We landed at Orlando. (laughs) We got through uh, immigration really, really easy. The guy at um, the immigration desk was lovely, really nice to speak to. And we got to the conveyor belt, and I, I just—it dawned on me. Like I'd been on this plane for nine hours, and all of a sudden it popped into my head, and I went, "Oh my God, what if the luggage is not here?" I've got no like, pants.
0: We, ah. I've <laughs> got the
2: clothes on my back, which was jeans and a t-shirt. Uh, I don't know how anybody wears anything other than shorts and t-shirts of Florida. I really don't. But yeah, it had had that happened. Um, I, I think I probably would have gotten uh, a flying ban on verge of the rest of my life because I would have gone completely ape on it. But, no, we were lucky. It was all there. And that, like I say, after that point, once, once we got through all that and we got the monorail to the, to the terminal, we were fine. The car hire, not an issue, was absolutely fine. We had a few hiccups on the flight back, uh, mainly that we had to return the car hire by 3 o'clock because that was the end of the day we expected for LMO. Uh We were on the 7 o'clock flight. The flight was delayed till about 9 o'clock in the end of it. We flew home and we weren't allowed to check in until gone half full and by that point i just said you're expecting us to lug luggage around the airport for nearly two hours with young children we had plans to go into the lounge which we pre-booked which then wouldn't let us in because that was full because of all the delays and in the end i just went and found a bar and got myself a beer so <laughs> yeah, but yeah tr- I, I don't want to sort of leverage all like um, Virgin's hands. and I, I've got to say that the flight attendants on the flight went out were really helpful and understanding. Like they, When I'd asked about the meal, she went and got me a free box of um, Pringles and just said, look, I know it's not nutritional, but it's something at the moment until we can sort something out.
0: It's better than nothing.
2: Yeah, absolutely, right? Yeah. Um, and they were lovely in that sense. They were very, very understanding. I had a great conversation with... Um, one of the flight attendants, because obviously Virgin have only just started allowing their staff to show um, tattoos now, haven't they?
1: Oh, yeah.
2: So, you know, we had a great ta- chat about that and uh, talking about the, the upcoming Pride Month of uh, that that he would be celebrating it with Virgin in LA, I think he said. But, yeah, it, it was fine. It, it, the flight entertainment was fairly decent. Can't grumble with that. It was just those few little things. So, mm. yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. It don't. It's. It doesn't sound like the worst trip in the world. Getting there. There's probably been worse, but I can imagine with um, with the little one being autistic as well. Yeah. That that was sort that played a part in in um, frustrations, shall I say?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. In in our family, the, my brother still has the worst story for getting to Disney World, and his story is that he was flying with Virgin in the 9-11, and nine eleven, and then was stranded in Canada for a week. So I think. That pretty much tops that one but like you say it's if it it wasn't for her and her needs i think we would have been absolutely fine yeah yeah
0: yeah so so when 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 you got there um where did you stay
2: so we did a bit of a split stay and this is something that isn't unique to dvc owners but it's something dv owners like to brag about um we'd originally planned to do seven days at Riviera and we then booked through Lewis to go and do a few days at um endless summer but due to circumstances things fell around uh, we were had to cancel the endless summer and we then needed to sort out the D V C stay so we cancelled the two bedroom Riviera and could only get a one bedroom for two nights Riviera. So we did a a first two nights there uh, and I I openly said on our last podcast I was at that point in my life where I was thinking to myself, what on earth have I paid for, and why am I keeping it? Now I know. Now (laughs) I know. Um, Yeah, you sent us a message, didn't
0: you? You sent us a message the moment you arrived at the Riviera and just showed us a video of the lobby and said, uh, I'm not getting rid of it.
2: Hello. Sorry. (laughs) One of the dogs is coming.
0: For those Um, listening uh, on the audio, a dog has just walked into Andy's room. (laughs)
2: <laughs> it's, it's one of my tea dogs. Yeah. What's up puppy dog? <laughs> Go on. Um. So, yeah, it's absolutely gosh I mean, the, the lobby's not as big and open as, like, you know, like the Animal Kingdom or the Grand Floridian or one of those large, but it was beautiful. And uh, I, I don't think any of the videos really do it justice. And because you've got the Petit Cafe just off the lobby, that smell of French coffee as you walk in is bang. You can smell the patisseries and Oh, God, straight away, I was just like, wow. And we, we did an online check-in. Uh, we, we told them that we are getting there at a certain time. And obviously, we hadn't adapted it when we changed the flight. So we were a bit early. We are just walking around the lobby. You know, we, we'd we put our suitcases in with bell service. We just of look, and this lady came over and said, are you are all right? We'd explained what had got on and that we are early. And she went, give me two minutes. And she went, right, your room's not quite ready yet. Um, we've got the the bar downstairs. So it's the quick service. You want to go and get your refillable mugs out. You can do some shopping. So, or if you're really really bored, there is a scavenger hunt that you can do. It's all around the lobby. And the Riviera is famous for having what they call um, the European Masters equivalent of Disney artworks. So, like there's the, the there's a picture I really wanted to mm-hmm. get, just didn't have the money for, and it's. Um, the mother from Peter Pan cuddling the three children with Nana to the side. And it's the most beautiful picture you can see. And the idea is you've got to find all these and you've got, you've got the slip you've got to put a sticker on it. And when you're done, uh, you take it to the DVC team who are going to stand there. And they give you one of these. Oh, wow. Ooh. Now, these were for sale in the shop at this size for about eight. And we got three of these in the end. So one of these is going to go up on the wall behind me, yeah. Nice. Um, and it was just great, like, just a really cool experience to do. And me and Kelly went and grabbed the coffee while the girls were running around the lobby trying to find all the pictures and doing the stickers and then where to walk around. And, yeah, absolutely fell in love with the place. We, we checked into the room. Uh, we had what was a preferred view because it's all we could get and realistically... It was a fantastic view of the pool, fantastic view of uh, the lake. We could see the Skyliners. We could see um, the Aruba section of uh, Caribbean Beach. But we couldn't see the Epcot fireworks. I think I would have preferred to be able to see them, to be honest with you. But we could sort of see them over the top of the roof line. Um, Absolutely gorgeous. Um, I honestly don't remember the room being that big from when I did the Wendy House tour at the DVC sales centre. I really don't uh madly in love with that i think by the time i'd sort of laid down in that bed that first night um got the tv on just watching you know various bits i was like yeah i'm I'm not selling this
1: (laughs) uh
2: but the the good thing for me is uh at the time i knew was changing jobs and i'm now no longer paying three and a half grand a year to get to work so um i was like do we do we save that money? Do we you know do we bank it or do we just keep the timeshare? Kelly was like, yes, we're keeping. <laughs> um, so after the two days, we then transferred over to a one bedroom, uh, just a standard view at Saratoga Spring. Uh, so we stayed in the grandstand section, which is actually quite close to the main lobby. Uh, I think it took us five minutes to walk over. Oh, went, nice! Went over. So it was great. Room was lovely, different layout what is that sorry
0: app- apparently the cast of the fast and the furious are driving down our high street <laughs> was, that, was that you that's outside yeah wow. oh that's staying in oh
2: Excellent. dear there you go Chelsea. that's a clip for sharing there's the
0: clip
1: <laughs> yeah
2: um so yeah went over to saratoga I'd spoke to Bell Service before we left Riviera the air and I said, you know, um, do we take the luggage? Do we need to go there first? I said, No, welcome and collect it. And we will physically transfer it for you. when you get your room, you just ask their bell service to bring it over. And I thought, you know, for the sake of um maybe a small tip, that was such a weight off my mind. Yeah. Um Yeah, room was a different layout, wasn't I don't feel like it was as big as the Riviera, but it's an older resort. Um it was quaint. It was lovely. I think the only sort of negativity I've got with it was um, somebody thought it was a great idea to release um, season four part one of Stranger Things while we're on holiday. And my wife was like, well, we're not waiting till we get home. Uh, there was no way to cast it over to the TV. However, me being the smarter like that I am, um, we don't have an Amazon page. We don't get anything for showing you this folks. But this is a HDMI. To a USB-C cable, and that end went in my iPod, uh, iPad sorry, which is a USB-C connector, and that went into the I back one of them. TV. I've got one of them as well. Yeah. Brilliant, aren't they? Just I normally use mine to connect my work's laptop. Oh, Camera's going again. <laughs> oh, there we go. No, 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 no. no. So um, yeah, we just did that. Whereas I think with the TVs at Riviera, you can cast over. Right. So. Again, my only negativity was that was I couldn't charge my iPod while casting. So, but no, um, Saratoga lovely. Um, I've heard people call it the resort of last resorts, and it is. It's always got rooms. It's always got availability. I think you get a lot of would have flag.
1: absolutely.
0: I'd have no <coughs> issues staying at Saratoga Springs. By the way, I think Saratoga Springs looks
3: incredible. Mm. Yeah, me too. I, I, I would. I would say there without hesitation.
0: Yeah, if someone said to me, if someone said to me, Oh, all the D V C resorts are fully booked when you go, apart from Saratoga Springs, I'm not gonna go, nah, I'm all right, I'll skip. No, I would yeah. definitely stay there. One hundred percent. Nah, decent. That's um, that's good.
2: I mean, Where just, we were at the grandstanders, well, trailer is go
3: on. So I was just gonna say, you just a short walk from Disney Springs as well. It's just like or the boat. Or oh, the boat. The, 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 Indeed.
2: We were closer so, to the boat. The, the walk was about 20 minutes. and We did yeah. do it one night, but yeah, the boat was literally yards away. Once, once we get to where we go to the lobby, say we go left the lobby, went right to the boat. Um, and yeah, the boat ride was lovely. Really nice mm-hmm. to do. Uh, we did it one evening. The sun had gone in slightly. It was probably dusky like it is outside now. And you could got that breeze and the water and oh my god, it was just well, beautiful. That,
0: that's my that's my favorite mode of transportation. That 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 boat from Port Orleans Riverside mm. all the way up to Disney Springs, I could sit on that yeah. boat all day long
3: yeah, on the Sassagula
0: River. I could sit on that boat all day long and just go back and forth.
3: I'll let you know how it is in a few weeks' time.
0: Wonderful. <laughs> Uh, a few weeks <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of transport, right? So we 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 yeah. sort of covered the boat there. The boat worked well for you. Did you use Skyliners and the bus system? Um
2: we didn't use the bus system, just purely because we had the car. And okay. um, I, I want to talk about the car hire in a second, I think. But um, we did use the Skyliner. We, we we got into Epcot one day, so we'll showcase. And I'd missed the AM uh, virtual queue for Guardians, but managed to get on it at one o'clock for later that day. So, you know, we decided, what the hell, we'll, we'll leave the park and come back and play in the Skyliner. And su- surprisingly, airy. Like, the breeze coming in for the vents is lovely. Yeah. Really nice. Um, it kind of, you know, when you're coming into the station, Jess, you believe, appreciate this. You come in and you like that. It's coming in really fast. And all of a sudden you go, whoa.
1: Yeah. Like, And I was back. like,
2: yeah. And it was brilliant.
1: You're stop as you're coming in.
2: Yeah. And we, we, we did it that day. We'd gone to Riviera. And thankfully we did because it started uh, raining cats and dogs. And as we we're running to the, uh, the Skyliner station, the, the Skyliner 2 Caribbean Beach is the nearest one to you. And the woman just said, Get on here if you're going Epcot, just stay in your car, you'll go around the circuit and back out. No, we got to Caribbean Beach station. The guy made us get out, walk around, and recue to get back on. Mm. And it wasn't busy. I could understand it was Ryan, absolutely mental, but it wasn't busy.
1: I'd,
2: I have, gone all right.
0: to I'd have gone all right, busy. Yeah, cheers for that. <laughs>
2: I just looked at myself said, that wasn't what we were told. Like, you're not busy. No, you have to get out. I was like, what is the point? What is the actual point? But, <laughs> yeah, we did it. We got back on. Um, uh, it was very weird because you, when you're on the buses and when you're on the monorail, maybe not so much the boats, you're in sort of like an air bubble, so sound is a bit muffled outside. And we heard um, a motorbike run underneath the Skyliner on the, the road outside of... Um, Caribbean beach and boy, could you hear that bike? Like outside match right now. Um, mm. <laughs> but yeah, lovely. Uh, we did the monorail a couple of times because we we did a couple of the monorail loop hotels on the, one of the last days, and we did the um, General Joe Potter over to the uh, Magic Kingdom one morning as well. Nice. And that's to um, to me is one of my favourite memories doing that boat.
0: Yeah, oh. mm-hmm. definitely. So, I assume car hire was used for Universal and various other activities?
2: It was. Um, We managed to get preferred parking in every single theme park for free. How? Because we've gone through such a progress with Holly over here that she now has what we call the Blue Disability Parking Badge. And yeah. we filled in the forms and we got the American version, which is. Please tell me it's not in there. I've not left it upstairs. Yes, it's definitely upstairs. Um, it's basically like a little hook, you know, like you hang on and you do not disturb signs and you don't. Yeah. And it just goes over your wing there. And, and we left it in pretty much all the time. Um, we did have a second one hung up, which I'll tell you about in a second for the toll passes. Uh, but yeah, we just got to there. Uh, and every time we got to the theme park, the, the, when we. Either scanning or we pay that universal, they just said to us, You follow that way, after disability parking and yeah, fronts the park every single time. Um, absolutely fantastic. If if it's for somebody who's got accessibility needs, because Holly's still in a chair, and uh, we have a specialist chair for her, I now. have a question. Uh, go for it.
1: When you applied for the disability, is it a long process to apply to get like no. a disability? Because I always Don't. say our dad could do the same thing, but he's never done it because he thinks it's a long process.
2: It so took we've me, never
1: done it.
2: It took me probably the, gen, the grand sum of maybe half an hour to get it from start to finish. Okay, and you do so, that before you go. Yeah, so it takes about a week to get out here. Um, you'll contact... Um, it's, it's an office of tax collections in Florida. What I'll do is when we post the video, make sure to share the link and I am trying to put together a video for the channel explaining how to do it. And what you do is you contact them with the blue badge and copy your passport. You fill in a form. At most, they may ask you to get a letter from your doctor to say why. And we'd already done that because we'd, uh, we'd had to contact Virgin and say that Holly couldn't wear a mask on the plane, which was mute by the time we'd gone anyway. And, uh, they just emailed back and said that the blue badge is actually accepted in Florida as an international permit. But when you're reading some of the Florida forums out there, what you tend to find is that the park attendants are instantly drawn to the rear view mirror in the car to look for that hanging uh, thing. What they don't mm. do is they don't look over here at the dashboard and we're finding that on occasion, and there's probably a 50-50 split, Brits are getting fined when they've got a disability parking badge and then the, the The tour companies and the car hires are just like you paying it. So, um, so we filled it in. We we had to ring up the office in America. So, that's probably the thing that's going to be the biggest pain is finding a somewhere you can get the free calls from, or B taking that call on the chin. And then we just made a seventeen dollar payment over the phone. Mm-hmm. The call took maybe five minutes, and it was posted out within a week.
0: That's it was good. That tonight.
2: easy. Yeah.
0: That is good to know.
2: And we could use that everywhere. The, the, the only caveat is you have to have it hung up at all times. And what we purposely did, like a couple of occasions, um, I might have gone to Walmart, I might have gone to a shop either on my own, I took one of the older kids with me. I did not use it then. I didn't use the disability parking, then I used uh, regular parking. My logic is, as it is over here with the blue badge, that passes for Holly and it's not for any other member of the family. So it wasn't abused by anyone. Now um and then the other pass we had is you'll probably agree with, me with this Lewis stopping at the toll booths a few times that you do and to find dollars is an absolute pain in the backside so what we did is the Florida visitors permit that is dead easy there is an app that goes on your mobile you Just about tell the- Lewis has the- already
0: done the app I'd imagine by
2: Yep. Absolutely. Um, dead easy to do. We literally just linked it to a credit card. There's a QR code when we get there, we scan it, and then it drops down. And you literally just hang it. I said to the woman when we've got it, because it's a little kiosk and it, it is literally loose. As you're walking through the car hay section towards the Virgin checking for Alamo, it is yeah. right there. So you know where the virgin staff normally meet people with their dollars and stuff, it's right behind it. And yeah. She just is said a real it's now five which,
3: which is great, but it's a real shame that I'm high with a, Avis this time. So I've got to go to terminal A and then go over to terminal B to get my yeah. car. So
2: But it, it gives you that freedom. I mean, when we came back on the last day, we'd actually been into celebration for a couple of hours because of the later flight. We went round, we had lunch at the tavern and we hit probably two toll roads heading out of there. And then, you know, we normally go the north way towards the airport. We actually came the south way, oh, okay. which is nice because I've never done that before. And um, we hit another two toll rolls. I mean, it was only a couple of dollars each time, but not, there there's only maybe one or two of them that had actual pay stations. And like most things now, there is a big emphasis on that doing the work for you. So, yeah. um, I think we spent the grand total of $7.50 on the tolls. So... Nice. Uh, you do have to return it. So as, you, as we came back in for the Alamo check-in return, um, there is a bin before you get towards the elevators, and you just pop it in. And I think maybe an hour and a half later, I got the email to say that it had been returned. Nice. So cool. uh, really, really handy to you. And it just gives you that freedom, because we, we got caught in 2019. We'd gone down the toll road where it was automated. There was an un- Unmanned uh, station, Mm. and we had no change on us. We had twenty dollar notes, and I I pulled off because it was was quiet. There was nobody else there. A a patrol car pulled up behind and just said, "You know, are you okay?" And we just explained the situation, and nicely because it was only a dollar twenty. The guy paid for it and said, "Off you pop," Mm. and you're not always going to get somebody that nicely, are you? So it's it was just nice to be able to have that. Convenience and not having to mess around with cash, so yeah, the toll pass, the visitor's toll pass, is an absolute godsend, and I will wholeheartedly be using that next time. No.
0: Yep, sounds good. We'll move on to the parks, which are the main reason why you're there. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, that and the funnel cake, and disney in universal is what you did correct
2: yes that's right yeah
0: yeah so talk to me how did they both fare against one another in terms of cast members team members queues crowds screen based okay. so, attractions?
2: so just preface this we I've obviously highlighted all these support needs, the disability parking app. So we did the DAS Pass for Disney before we went. Um, and we also did the DAS Pass at Universal, which you can only actually get when you get there. Now, in terms okay. of getting the pass, Universal was easier. So when we got to Universal, the first part we did was Islands of Adventure. We'd gone to Guest Relations after we got our tickets from the will uh, call. And literally all they asked was, what impact would I have on her is absolutely unattainable that she can't do X, Y, and Z. And we said, yeah, and I said, right, cool, here you go. And yeah, it, you've got to go up to Rise to get a time to return, which is a bit of a pain. Disney, I had to do a live chat, which you can't do from the UK unless you're using a VPN. So I had to trick my network into thinking I was in Miami. And there is free VPNs mm-hmm. out there, folks. So
0: Your little tricks to uh, you.
2: My, my my computer thinks I'm in Japan at the moment, um, but no, you, you, there is free ones out there. They're not illegal. Despite what anybody tells you, yes, they are designed to make your computer think you're elsewhere. And unfortunately, with Disney at the moment, if you wanted to get Magic Band, for example, you're going to have to use a VPN because uh, a UK-based proxy for, IP. Yeah,
0: it's the same for getting reservations at Zavi's Workshop and things like that. You cannot yeah. get them online unless you've got a VPN. It's weird.
2: Yeah. Um, if anybody's wondering, I use a company called Vast, uh, Fast FastVPN. Um, I use them professionally for other stuff with work, so that's me personally. It's obviously not an endorsement by the group, but there is others out there. Just obviously look into what people are using. Ask your friends that use this kind of stuff, right? This live chat was just two and a half hours before I even met somebody. And it really? will refresh every two and a half hours. It will refresh every thirty minutes and kick you out, forcing you to re-sign back again. But you don't lose your place in the queue. So I literally logged on at midday, as it opened, and it was still a two and a half hour queue. So, um, eventually, uh, somebody came on. Uh, they came onto live chat first, just asking some questions. Um, and just wanted to know why we were requesting it, who's it for, etc. the reasons. So, you know, for example, it's Holly. She has autism. Her um, professional diagnosis is global development delay, so we had to explain that to them and what the impact to her would be. And then somebody came onto a video chat, had a chat with us, wanted to meet Holly, and then I had to hold her up. They took a picture off the webcam just to say, right, that is the image that we're going to use. So I thought, okay, it made sense a little bit later on and after that i just went to another live chat where i got to choose two attractions per park per visit so first part we did was magic kingdom so i selected pirates of the caribbean and the haunted mansion what you can't do is you can't use it for those a-list attractions so you can't use it for rise of the resistance to pre-book stuff like that okay what you can do is you can do virtual waiting in the day. and yeah. This is where the Disney DAS is better. I can go into my Disney app right now to Same. find, say, Smuggler's Run. There's a two-hour queue, and I'm like, okay, well, I've already got my pre-booked DAS for Frozen sing-along songs, whatever it's called, and then I also know I'm going to have lunch, which will probably take me 30-40 minutes. If I virtual queue that, now we're good. And it was much more accessible than the universal version where we had to physically go to rides. Um, When you scan it, you have to scan the magic band of the person who owns the Dash Pass first. So let's say, for example, you've got it, Lewis. We would have to scan yours first. That picture that they took in the live chat then pops up on the screen. They confirm it. And then the rest of the group can scan through. And I thought, hmm, this is good because Disney's now saying we would not let people take the Mickey Mouse out of us pun intended, when it comes Uh to the system. With Universal, they never checked it. I used it for a lot of rides that I knew Hollywood never go on, whereas if I tried that at Disney, and we did try it once, they said to us, no, it's for her, for her rides. We just went, our mistake, we'll cancel it. So it was very much a case that Disney was much more on the ball about making sure people weren't abusing the system, whereas it was easy to get at Universal, but it was also a lot more easier for me to abuse, and I'm just it's, it's a little bit you can understand why some certain packs I think it was about 10 years ago took them away for a bit then because people were abusing them and using friends. I think there was a report at one point about people hiring themselves out for being in wheelchairs to go and jump, queue, jump, and stuff. So it's yeah. you can understand why there's that rigidity around it. Um. I will say it came in very helpful. Like the queues were insane some days. Like I think the day we got on to um, Rise of the Resistance, Um, it was a two and a half hour queue. And it was insane. So Hollywood never stood in that. I don't think the other two, without learning difficulties, would have stood in it either. But, you know, people did. So. Uh, it, it is very much like the Lightning Lanes if we use the Lightning Lanes to access the rides but I, I kind of see the benefit of the Lightning Lane system now in the sense of like paying that additional money, it is much better than having to queue and I can see where people are paying it uh, me personally, I didn't pay for it I don't think I would want to pay for it but I think if you know push came to shove I might have done if it needed to. And I know we talked about it, Danny and Lewis, about when it came to um, Guardians of the Galaxy, which yeah. uh, the dash pass is a little bit different. Uh, the dash was no different to the rest of the virtual queue. You just gone to the virtual queue and that was it. And they were advertising 30 minutes from you joining your boarding group to getting on the ride. Okay. Was it hell? It was about an hour and ten. Oh, wow. But the, the pre-show The Guardians is phenomenal. It's really good. Like, really well done. So, didn't feel like an hour to me. Yeah, Terry's brilliant. (laughs) Um, But no, it was great. Really, really enjoyed that. Um, Mobile ordering at Disney for food is an absolute godsend. Um, Obviously, we paid cash for everything because there was no Disney dining plan. Although, we did did get told as DVC members we could have paid for it i don't remember seeing that option at all when booking it so really um, yeah i thought it was completely gone like it wasn't available at all Hmm. but all the menu options still have snacks
0: did you just say then that um you did mobile ordering but could also pay cash
1: yeah that's what i was gonna say yeah
2: yeah so you could pay cash you could walk up and pay cash at the counter But mobile ordering was much easier, yeah.
1: That's why I've never done it, because
2: I always thought you had to pay by card. No, no, sorry. Pay cash if you were ordering cash in person, sorry. Mobile ordering is... You have
0: to have a card payment active for your mobile ordering.
2: Yeah, so mine was linked to my Revolut, to my American Express, so... But it it was easier. Like, I I could be at, say, for example... um, a little mermaid ride in fantasy land and I could turn and say where should we go for lunch who fancies some sunny eclipse come on let's go I could order it on my phone again. I get gear together I could then walk over I could then spend the next 40 minutes trying to find a table let's face it that place is packed and then <laughs> I could say I'm here and we're in a few minutes to find a table come to docking bay 6 pick up your food and carry it over um, it was a godsend
0: yeah, I'm going to take full advantage of mobile ordering next year. That's for, uh, yeah, next year.
2: Um, yeah, definitely for sure. Um, mobile ordering at Universal is there, and apparently it's very very helpful. But I had a, a really negative experience with Universal's dining. Um, the first day we'd gone, we'd gone to Islands of Adventure, and with Holly's diet, she's very much like. Um, don't know if you ever read the story about Paddy McGuinness' kids how they're only eat chicken nuggets. Holly's the same, mm. so wherever we at for the holiday, we had to go and look at menus to make sure there was something for her. As long as she was sorted, then we could figure out what we were going to have and none of the Disney... Sorry, none of the Universal um, restaurants advertise children's meals, apart from the Harry Potter ones. <laughs> so, if you... You want to Google it, Google it, go into any restaurant. So, we, we ate at the... Um, I think it's called the dig site, the one at uh, the Jurassic Park pavilion where you're Jurassic in. Park, like, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. And I got to the front and there's a young gentleman funneling people through into a queue. And I said, hi, mate. so can you tell me what the kids' menu options are, please? He went, no, you've just got to queue up. I looked to a queue and said, well, really? so they, listen, if you, if you haven't got the right options, I want to go to a different restaurant. I don't particularly want to waste my time queuing f- for a meal that actually I might not end up paying for. He anyway, went, You just got to queue up. So I tried bypass him to go and get somebody else, uh, full Karen mode at this point. And he just stopped me and said, No, you've got to join the queue. And I thought, I can even make a fool of myself, cause an argument, or just go and queue up. From the time I entered the queue to the time i placed oh, my really? order, received my food, and sat down at the table, an hour and 40 minutes have passed. <gasps> wow. Yeah.
0: Oh
1: my God
2: wow absolutely I
0: turns
2: down to... at that stage oh i i was cussing in all sorts under my breath and yeah i was absolutely serious my daughter came over to me three times the eldest kept saying dad what are you doing I said i'm bleep 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 bleep, bleep, bleep. um yeah. sign up to patrons <laughs> to see the unedited version yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I, I i was in a right foul mood and that was it Universal was scum after that point. I was just really upset. Um, we, we went back a few days later to do the main Universal park, and we yet at Mel's Diner. And what the lady told me is I asked her the same questions we got to the door. She went, if we don't advertise it, it's either burgers, cheeseburgers, or nuggets for kids. She said, granted, it's not the greatest options, but we generally find most kids are satisfied with that. She went, every restaurant will do the same, unless it's the Harry Potter ones where it's like a specific kids' menu. They thought, where were you two days ago when I was queuing at Jurassic Park? Yeah. <laughs> you know, why don't wh- they just advertise you... it? Well, this is it. And you can't even order kid food off the mobile ordering. You can at Disney. I even checked SeaWorld. And you, you can not? SeaWorld. No. That's so really if you want bizarre, to order kids you've got to queue up. Yeah, so by that point, I kind of saw me... Uh, btm a little bit with them and we you know we we, we'd used the dash pass we got on the rise that wanted to do um universal uh particularly on the harry potter bit was just insanely busy Mm. and we we were planning to go to volcano bay a few days later and i just said to my wife i said i just don't want to i am kind of that disenfranchised with universal over these little bit of experience and it's it's probably quite piffy actually. People believe to listen to this going, kind of you heard yourself, Karen, come on. But you know, one negative experience can really turn a day right, it can really upset your day. I mean, and yeah. I just didn't understand why the front of house staff, right, who were meant to be trained to these amazing standards, didn't know that they had burgers, cheeseburgers and nuggets for kids. I didn't have a little card that they could turn on and say, um, actually, that's that. All they kept on mm-hmm. saying to me was, scan the QR menu, and I have, it does not mention it. It's on there. It's not, look, I'm on it. It is not there. That's really weird. Really bizarre. Um, the rides are still good. I, I still think, and I'll stand by this, Spider-Man is one of the greatest rides ever made. Um,
1: yeah.
2: Absolutely love it. Um Did you do Poseidon's Fury? That? No. Um, Don't blame me. Don't day. worry. We'll,
0: we'll do it next year. We'll do it next year.
2: We, we, we kind of got to that point where we were just that tired throughout that day that uh um you didn't want to waste their time. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: <pretty much.
1: laughs> yeah.
2: <coughs> The uh, thing is,
0: one one can always find the energy for Poseidon's Fury if one wants it enough.
2: I didn't want it.
1: He didn't want it.
2: But <laughs> wife didn't want no. it. Um, yeah, that there's only a few traps me now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, We obviously went in net at Mythos, you know, everybody's favourite restaurant. No, we didn't. Uh, right, no, there we, we go. Um,
0: can I stop you there, Randy? Right, I'm going to stop you there. Right, <gasps> listeners, I apologise for this. I'm just going to take my time out now. Right. The this two idiots in my family here that want to go to that dump site <laughs> next year, right? The menu looks nice. Yeah, the menu looks nice. Anything can look nice when it's printed on a nice bit of card, right? Read the on fact, the website, website, actually. still got a banner outside that says best restaurant 1976 or whenever it was, right? That should be enough to go, let's not do this. It's been there since the park opened. It must be doing something right to stay there. Let's go eat green eggs and ham. That is what that that banner is saying to you. I'm going to eat multiple meals every day. I'll I'll still eat greens and ham, but I want to try Mythos. Not having it. Anybody
2: watch uh, Ramsey's Kitchen Nightmares? He goes to a curry house in Birmingham. And this curry house, I think the episode was like 2019, this curry house had a sign up saying, the number four curry house in Birmingham in 2014. He's like, Why the hell are you still celebrating that? I mean, I want to celebrate it in the first place. Take the site now. Yep. Yeah, I did. I've looked at the menu, I've seen some of the VTs of people going and eating there. Um, Nate Morrow did a great video a while back, you know, where he's like, Oh, I'm going to eat something and, uh, you know, really gets uh, amorous over it. But um, no, i just advanced Yeah, I went to Denny's instead.
0: Um, so it's a better yeah, choice. I understand that.
2: <laughs> but my only sort of mega negativity with uh, the Disney parks is if you did not book a park access pass that day, you had no chance in hell. Whereas I might have booked a rest day and gone. Um, Actually, you know what? Forget it today. Actually, do want to go to the park, and I can't just drive up, drive in, and get to the park. Uh, That was infuriating. We had, um, towards midway the second week, we planned to go to Typhoon Lagoon, and there was a tropical storm that was very, very close to being classified as a hurricane uh, across southern Florida, moving up towards the east coast. And yes, it was windy. It was wet. Uh, We had a a Florida duvet day, because there was nothing to do. We had no park reservations. We didn't want to go back to Universal. We couldn't go swimming. Nothing to do. Yep. been to get this
0: straight, Chuck E. Cheese was also closed. Chuck e. <laughs>
2: Cheese. Thank God.
0: I like some
2: ropey stuff, Andy. You, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you oh,
2: like yeah. ropey stuff? <laughs> it's like you're just geez. asking for dysentery, isn't it? Um...
0: The banner outside Mythos says awarded world's best theme park restaurant theme park insider.
2: And how much did they got paid for that review?
3: What,
0: sixteen years ago?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I I like the fact that no Disney and no Universal restaurants at all this year was awarded a Michelin star. It's
0: because none of them are open.
2: No, I think the closest thing was this sister restaurant to the Polite Pig in Mm -hmm. Uh So yeah. Um, yeah, the, the parks, but you know, for me, the magic's still there It is. Disney. I know there's a cost implication, like you said, the, the, the whole sitting on your phone all day long um was a pain. And the only thing that they're selling you to help you charge your phones is there's rest points with plug points, uh, USB yeah. points, like in a Creations Cafe. And then they, you know, they still sell the fuel, rods, which are designed cool. for the iPhone 8. Kind of legacy, so they can charge an iPhone 8 fully. The battery pack in an iPhone 13 Pro, makes, it's yeah, bigger. I was probably so swapping like them and trading the them in. 13, 10. No, they do, they, they do, don't but it doesn't it, take
1: probably. it up. Yeah, they don't charge it yeah. fully. I can't having I mean to take it back more often than
0: oh, okay. Yeah. So it will charge. So, to say if it's it on won't 50%, get you to... so say your phone's on 50%, yeah, it will only charge it to say 75 And Then you would need to swap out your fuel rod for a new fuel rod,
1: yeah.
2: I would say it managed to charge the battery by maybe 30 40 percent,
1: yeah. Okay, it's not because also you're probably still using it. Well, I do, I use it whilst I'm still charging it,
2: but that's
0: not the worst thing in the world when you've already paid for the fuel rod. Oh, no, you can just keep swapsies, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: and I I had two of the things, so yeah, 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 but. like says, when you're doing the dash passes and you're doing the mobile ordering and a lot of the doing, we did this time was on the 13 pro rather than just using GoPros or, yeah. you know, really expensive yeah. Canon cameras. Um, it went very, very quickly. Luckily, the wife had a 13 pro and if I couldn't charge mine fast enough, hers was being used. So, um, mm-hmm. and nice. you know, we, we got some great videos like, um, I think I sent you the video from, um, the haunted mansion. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah that came out amazing
2: all filmed on an iphone 13 pro
0: yeah incredible and and that that will be that will be heading towards the uh the channel soon as we start releasing some of these povs of the attractions um um, but speaking of attractions um i've got six words for you andy guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind
2: how do i say this without swearing <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> is it like, as good the
0: table. Yeah. <laughs> i've been doing it under the table <laughs> of the galaxy um is it as good as what i've been reading and seeing
2: um so i am a big believer in hype destroy things like i've never watched breaking bad because the hype is so huge on it right i'm terrified it's going to be terrible <laughs> but we we did the um we did the virtual queue for me, Kelly, and the other two, knowing Holly was too small to go in, it. And we, we spoke to them about doing some kind of swap-off for <clears with> the <throat> kids and they said they'd help us out with it. In the end, Kelly and Sophia got go on it, so that she, they stayed with Holly, me and Erin went on it. And I've got the phone in a jobby Gorilla rig, so it's clamped in. Um, mm-hmm. I've not put the microphone boom on it, because I thought, no, that's going to be a little bit too much. And we managed to get to the front of the ride and as I was just sitting in the ride, the guy behind me just tapped me on the shoulder and went, Are you sure you're gonna be able to keep hold of that? like there was no strapping wrist. My hands had marks gripping that thing. <laughs> and um it was just phenomenal. Like you you, you got up, you've obviously got the pre show talking about one of the um oh, what they're called? Celestials. So no, Sorry?
0: Celestials, the Celestials,
2: yes, one of the Celestials, yes, uh, nicking the the engine, and we're gonna be using these magical parts. And it was mental, like, you you get fired up a little bit of a ramp, and there's like a little bit of a loop like this, and the the, the, the car starts spinning, and you're like, oh, this is kind of cool, and it just fires you backwards. And then it starts turning you. And I'm trying my best to aim this phone. Like, (laughs) I I, I want to phone this. I'm like, (laughs) Um,
0: this POV is going to be a good one, isn't it? It's just going to be darkness and random light now and again.
2: I I have managed to get some good stuff, but it was just amazing. Like, I I don't know if it was just the way that it span. We had um, the music, I can't remember what the song was off the top of my head. And then, obviously, the explosions and the fighting around you and the video screens. It just makes me realize what they could have done with Space Mountain had they decided to revamp it or, you know, make it a bit like Hyperspace Mountain. And it was fantastic. Absolute adrenaline rush. You know, it was fantastic. And I, I would quite happily go back tomorrow and queue up for. Another hour to get on that ride and do it again, but it was just insane. And
0: it's like my feelings I don't after think I it... road flight of passage. Like I queued yeah. three hours for flight of passage, and I would happily do it again.
2: I don't think it's the best roller coaster in the world. I don't think it's definitely a, a, a patch on some of those mega throw roller coasters.
0: But, but is it map... in terms of a Disney family coaster?
2: Yeah, it's right up there. Yeah, yeah. I mean. When we went in 2018 and we finally rode Slinky Dog, I kind of felt a little bit let down. Like, it was all right. It was good. But, you know, it wasn't the best family coaster. They're like, I must admit, I thought Goofy's Barnstar was potentially a little bit better. And I had to go back and forth over the two rides a few times just to decide which one I preferred. And I think the hype did mean a little bit with Slinky Dog. But uh, Cosmic Rewind is absolutely amazing. It, it, the ride was great. You kind of have to go up to come down to board it, to come back off and go up and down to get over it. And I think that's just the way they designed the queue, but the whole experience was fantastic. The whole pre-show was engaged and there was little bits all the way around, so you weren't like, here's a video, five minutes later. Still nothing. It was really informative. Little things for you to read, like, they had the costumes of the Nova Corps all the way from a fighter all the way up to Nova Prime and then they had a the different class of um, ships from Nova and all the other things. And I keep on looking for signs of Nova himself to see if there's any sort of hints with that. But no, it was it was great. It was a really well done attraction for a family coaster And nice. it, yeah. That immersiveness.
0: Me and, Matt, me and Matt are uh, me and Matt are looking forward to explaining all of this to Chell next year when she's asking us exactly what the hell is going on. Yeah. Steps foot in the building, um, fun, Lewis, Lewis. I will also have my phone on, so you. <laughs> if you want to give me a call while you're in the queue, um, I'll I'll be explaining it in my nice new Star Lord jacket that I will be purchasing. You won't be allowed to buy the Star oh. Lord jacket. I can assure you that much. Buy <laughs> Star Lord jacket. <laughs> we
2: we did try to go in the uh, the merchandise store, but there is a separate queue for the merchandise store.
0: Well it's all being sold at um creation shop as well, isn't it?
2: It is, and we had a good look at it. There's some great stuff, very, very retro. Yeah, very, yeah. Very some cool. of that merch,
0: some of that merch looks really good. Like it's it's quite worrying how much money I'm gonna spend in that store next year. It's that and anything at Galaxy's Edge, to be honest, it's um it's dangerous. And I, yeah. I hope I get my bonus again next year. That will that'll come <laughs> very handy. <laughs> what what did you think of the creation shop? Because I know a couple of people were a little bit negative about the creation shop. And when I any, I've only seen vlogs on it, but I really like the look of it and can't wait to go
3: in there.
2: I don't. Um, I honestly don't. I don't think the vlogs do it justice. Um, it was nice layout. Um, no, it still sucks. It,
0: it, it's not Stupid that good name.
2: Right? Mouse gear had this great retro 90s vibe yeah. about it, right? I loved
1: Mouse gear,
2: I, yeah, me too. But the, I need to, I the, think this...
0: we all need to just remember now that Epcot isn't the Epcot we grew up with and we need to get over it, Danny. Um, the, <laughs> <laughs> the, I don't the like Epcot, change, <laughs> The Epcot is just, I don't like change. Um, yeah, I think that's what we, we've all got to come to terms now. That and I'll be saying this for the next. 12 episodes until we get to next year, and I'll be saying, Oh, don't forget, we need to remember Epcot's not Epcot the way we used to know Epcot. Um, but yeah. I'll still be moaning about the changes.
2: It, it was great. I mean, we, we had to at the cafe, and uh, the food was okay like, very, very reminiscent in the way it was brought out and served to the food court at Arm animation where it's proper cutlery proper okay. plates and there's the logic to that right they can wash them and reuse and whereas you're not wasting single-use plastics etc um
0: yes but is it as cool as electric umbrella was
2: no but again that was like 70s chic nothing was that cool <laughs> danny you know? danny you need to
0: remind yourself that this isn't the same epcot that you grew up with epcot has changed get over it <laughs>
2: i tell you what was nice is that we'd gone into the park and we'd gone into Creations Cafe and I said to my wife, we've done the mobile order, let's grab a table and I'll tell them that I'm here and then I'll head over and get it. And I sit down on this table and next to me is a woman, her mother and her baby girl. And I didn't, I, I noticed they were there. I didn't even think of the word. I didn't look at them. And all of a sudden this voice goes, oh my God, Andy Robson, what are you doing here? And it was Christina Whitman, my DVC rep who told me (laughs) my time show. Uh It was absolutely brilliant because we're friends on Facebook. We had a chat. uh, We took a picture together, which is on my um, my YouTube channels, uh, Instagram and Facebook. And it was just lovely to see her. Um, You know, to see how she's doing. Oh, literally, like, we second day there at the parks. And we're like, wow, I was going to message you this week and see you were free for a beer. Um, She
0: said, no, no, I'm not.
2: She did. <laughs> she did. Um, but she, she's one of the many Disney people who got laid off last year uh, as a DVC agent. Um, and then what Christina did is she went to become a real estate agent and she's doing really, really well out of that. And she's just recently adopted a first child because uh, she's unable to have children herself. So it was lovely to see a little girl. Um, she's absolutely gorgeous, doing really, really well. And it was just, it was nice to go over and, have a sense of normality because we we'd met up with Christina on our last couple of trips when we were thinking about doing DVC and when we purchased it. So that was a nice little bit of normality for me to go to Orlando and meet the woman who ruined my life with a horrendous DVC. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: going back to the creation shop,
2: um,
3: do you reckon like once all the stuff that's kind of basically a building site right now
2: is yeah. is
3: built, do you reckon that? It is, it's going to feel like it should all fit together.
2: Yeah, because the billboards are a massive pain. Like When we came in, we, we were funneled towards the left-hand side of Spaceship Earth to go around past Creations and then towards Mission Space, Guardians, etc. And then you have to cut across the top to come back towards the land. And I didn't realise at the time there is actually a cut through in the right-hand side, but they're proactively pushing you left way because obviously they want you to go in the shop the billboards are horrible. Like they, they, there's not much sound for construction. And we, we, we did get somebody say to us that they're in the process of um uh, doing the Moana water garden kind of thing, and that should be done within the next six to twelve months or <laughs> twelve years. And you know that
0: you know what love... that's gonna be is just like five sprinklers just plugged into a tap.
2: That's nice. all that's gonna be
0: I'm like, never gonna get to ride Tron, am I?
1: We <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: had 110 grand. You could have done
3: a flower and garden, or for Christmas, they can they can decorate the whole place in one night. Yeah, they can change the place in one night. I do not understand why they can't put a load of plants in in the ground, and it's like whoosh, mm. there you go, it's open.
2: Mm. Right. Well, this is the thing, right? Well, Tron, they, you know, they've obviously been doing some ride testing. I didn't see the ride going when I was there. But there is physically oh. no scenery on the ground leading up to the ride. Like, The bridge is only just being finished; like they were mm-hmm. still tarmacking the bridge. And you are like, "Oh my god, how are you? You not got like little posters yeah. saying Flynn lives and welcome to the grid?" Or,
0: well, when like, when you were when mum, behind. when mum, dad, and Chell were out there, you you saw them laying all that concrete down, didn't you, Chell? Yeah, right. That's for the railway track that still hasn't been laid.
3: Yeah. That was six
0: months
2: ago. Yeah. I mean,
3: yeah. I mean, um, there's an expression there are, isn't there, about
2: organising the appeal
3: for the brewery. Sorry. I don't know yeah. if any of you guys watch Mickey Views at all. But I like, do, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, Braden's like, apparently, his sources, like, say that the inside is even less finished than the, in- the outside. So what they're gonna concerned. do all the right time so to answer my to... question, no, I'm not no, gonna get to right I think you will. I think you will. It'll be yeah. open by Easter next year. Yeah. Sure I mean,
0: I, I wouldn't be surprised if if all of a sudden in the next six months they go, Right, let's get this done. And and yeah. it and it opens, I don't know, let's say Guardians of the Galaxy time next year. So May ish.
3: I think it's gonna oh, be sooner than that. I think reckon? they no. Yeah, I think well, they the time need something. All of
0: a
1: sudden, all of a sudden it's just gonna like happen. Yeah. But
0: that, that's what it was. Guardians of the Galaxy was the same. We were like, Oh, I wonder when it's gonna open. When's it gonna open? When's it gonna open? And then all of a sudden yeah. it went, Oh yeah, by the way, we're opening up in May.
2: May twenty seventh.
0: Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. We're opening up in May.
2: Sorry, Would where you did that come? Like, They did this with Remy, didn't they? They just said, Oh, we're thinking of doing this and all of a sudden, boom, it's open.
0: The problem is, though, Remy was finished six months right, before right. they went, we're going to open it. So when that opened October 1st last year, that was already finished in May. That was ready. They just decided, now we're not going to open it yet. We're going to hold out for the 50th.
2: I think they're doing that on purpose with each project. Like They're going to give Guardians it's five, six months of yeah. being in the sunshine. And then Quite the next one will be, yeah, come October, November, Tron. Quite possibly. Again,
0: it wouldn't surprise me if in six months time, come December, they go Tron's ready by the way <laughs> and then they go virtual queue only um, if you want a lightning lane that's going to cost you six twenty dollars
2: And a spade. You know.
0: 110000 <laughs> ten thousand. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Tron, yeah. Tron's ready um, but you do have to be at MCO for your flight to Shanghai at 9am. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I tell you what, I did see a lot of. You know the um, the private VIP tours you could do with the the cast members and the checkered blazers. Yeah, I see it. I saw a hell of a lot of them this time, like more than I've ever seen any given time in the past. Right. And those correct me if I'm wrong with this, and th- those VIP guys will give you unlimited lightning lines. Like they'll literally just turn around and say, "Cool, we're walking on Tron."
0: Yeah, so it's um, what they'll do is they'll just go. What do you want to ride? And if you said, oh, I want to ride Rise of the Resistance, they'll go, well, right. everyone over to Rise of the Resistance, and they'll just go bang straight, straight into the lightning lane. I
2: mean, I'm not sure how much they cost, now. I want to say a $1,000 an hour, but I do wonder if somebody sat down and said, what's the bigger pain, this or this? Because I saw a lot of them, and I thought to myself, either there's a lot of people on money walking on Disney right now, or... There's a lot of people who said they'd rather pay that money than actually pay for Lightning Lines.
0: Yeah, but don't don't forget as well, like like we said at the beginning and Lewis said at the beginning, the, the clientele that Walt Disney World are attracting right now is those with money. money so yeah. it doesn't actually surprise me that you're seeing more VIP guests in the parks at, at any given time yeah now, the fact that the fact that you you you're seeing more of them shows to me that disney are getting the clientele they that that that, that they are craving yeah in in um in the super i'm not going to say super rich because you know if i if i wanted i could probably i could probably end up paying for one day of, the, of a vip tour as well yeah you just got to save your save your cash haven't you um but, yeah, no, it doesn't surprise me at all, that.
2: Um, one attraction that we did do, it it's not actually a park attraction, we were wandering around um, Disney Springs one day, and near the House of Blues, um, possibly where the NBA exhibit is, um, no, because that's the M&M shop, isn't it? Um, There were these people stood outside with uh, white tops on saying Meta, and, you know, as you, do, you you kind of angle your way up, and they said, look, what we want you to do is to come and sign up, and we will give you a ten-minute quest uh, to experience using the Oculus Quest, and it's called Tales for Galaxy's Edge. And you get ten minutes using the Oculus VR system to go around Olga's Cartina, to then go out into Batu, get attacked by mercenaries using blasters, all within virtual reality. And it was bloody brilliant. That's cool. Didn't cost me a penny. I and was this two... in? Um,
0: was this in that really um, smartly built NBA experience building?
2: Possibly. Yeah. Uh, There's Big old store, space. I yeah. But uh, I've got these two sort of little cards that I'm going to go up in here. Oh, they're cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I did get a metal water yeah. bottle, but um, that the water bottle kind of got dinged up. So, but for ten minutes of my life. And obviously, the fact that Meta now is able to see all my search history and obviously on my digital footprint, um, it was worth it. So, cool. nice. uh, That was great. Yeah. Trip
0: down to Icon Park or anything like
2: that? Um, no, we did a, we did the malls. So we wandered around on that. Uh, we drove down iDrive a few times. It's just uh, the main place we went that we really enjoyed sort of having a good drive around was Celebration.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Um. Which probably segues me into the food conversation. The um, the first night we we googled an Applebiz because I've never well I've not been to Applebee's in a long time. The nearest one to us was actually on the edge of celebration, right near the hospital. So we drove over, had a lovely meal, Um we'd signed up to all the restaurants that we could before we went again using the VPN. But it was very difficult to use the offers. Some restaurants even wouldn't accept them, or I couldn't get the apps to work without having a US phone number. So it was a bit bit difficult. Um, that particular Applebee's on the Tuesday at the time we were there was doing an offer that kids could dine, uh, two kids to one paying adult for $2 on a Tuesday so that made the meals really really cheap So like restaurant... where the kids are free on a Tuesday yeah. end, absolutely which mm-hmm. was another one that we picked up on
0: that's why um, I'm going to never... with mum and dad so I can eat for free
2: okay. yes, because you're a kid Exactly.
1: Yeah. I'm with my mum, and with my mum, I'll I'm put age mom
2: range me. on it. <laughs>
1: um,
2: it was we tried going to Chili's a few times. So there's a Chili's right outside of Disney Springs. I can't remember the name of the the road that's there. Every time we went, it was blocking. now a queue. Yeah. Mm. Um, a few restaurants <laughs> like that they were, were insane queues, and there was no option to book. Uh, the only place we managed to pre-book in Kissimmee was BJ's Brew House. We did that for open table and the rest of it was all like the the disney springs restaurants you had to to pre-book so uh we, we did find it expensive with food like we were spending on average a hundred dollars for a family of five for, a, a, meal. for um, a meal for a meal that's that's including tip uh we got to the stage that and. I, This is one of the three things I've got to admit really sells me in DVC when I look at it in retrospect. Having a kitchen and having access to several supermarkets on your doorstep is a godsend. We bought bread for toast. We bought cereals and cartons of milk. Um, We bought anything we could to reduce the cost of actually having to go and eat in a Disney restaurant each day. And what we did do is, because obviously Disney don't care what you order, is we would order kids meals uh, they were advertising two chicken tenders on the chicken tender meal, and we're, we're getting three or four. The burgers were exactly the same size, most cases, as the adult burgers.
0: Right.
2: The only yeah. difference is we've got a small drink. Um, and yeah, uh, well, I
0: mean, we we've decided next year when we get there, straight to Walmart, fill up, get your. We're gonna we're gonna get bread and and. Um, and cheese and all that and we're actually going to make sandwiches for the boys because that's that's what they'll eat they'll, they'll eat that more than yeah. they'll eat nuggets and burgers and mac and cheese and all that fun stuff that I will definitely be eating
2: yes yeah. 100% um, we did one Disney table meal which was on our last theme park day we booked Ohana that was the only one we could get that we wanted to do uh, we tried in vain to get Topolino's Terrace for breakfast. We tried for a walk-up. I've got more chance of Man United winning the league this season than getting into that restaurant at the moment. Yeah. they're
0: rubbish. Good
2: joke. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. They're banned. Um, we probably just alienated our three listeners there. Um, so, um, yeah, it was... It was cheaper than I expected it to be. There was no characters, which was, like, really, really shocked because we'd gone through the monorail to the Magic Kingdom the week before, and we saw characters at Chef Mickey's. So there was no Lilo and Stitch, no Mickey at Ohana. That's a shame. So, so the, the meal was cheaper. Right. But it didn't feel rushed. The the waiting staff were fantastic, really, really nice, very understanding. Um, We did ask about a few alternatives to the menu because of Holly. And they just said, no, it's literally what we offer, but then still continue to charge us for a kid that didn't eat. So, but I suppose that's what you get when you bought that restaurant. Yeah. Um, it was all right. You know, it, it wasn't the same experience we'd had previously. And I think it, a bit like the Mandela effect, you know, it's not what you remember. It's what you think you remember. We've we remembered this lovely restaurant with great food, a great vibe and a great experience. And there was no great vibe because there was nobody r- running around there singing and dancing. I didn't get to see Mickey Mouse up close. Didn't get to meet Leo on Stitch. And I just right. paid over the odds for a meal I could have got down the street. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we used the kitchen a hell of a lot for meals within the villa. Um, the other two things that uh, really sort of set it aside was the fact we had a one-bedroom villa so. Me and Kelly wanted to have, you know, half an hour away from the kids while they're watching TV in the living room. We could sit in the bed and watch TV. That separation was lovely. Right. It was nice to have. Um, And the washing machine in the room. I mean, we worked out when you use the washing machines in a Disney resort, you're paying the dollar for the um, detergent, the dollar for the. A dryer sheet, and then you're actually paying for the machine it becomes expensive. We spent eight dollars on a bottle of Tide and some dryer sheets at Walmart, and it was included uh, in our room. The rest of it, and just being able to come in, strip off, get your clothes in the washing machine. We came back with one washer load of dirty washing. The rest was already pre-washed before we came home. I'll let the wife know. Yeah, one hundred percent um definitely godsend uh, i'm sold on the kitchen machine on, didn't
0: flood like the new builds at grand floridian no no we, okay
2: but, good it, it was noisy as hell
0: <laughs> I, oh my god it didn't flood no you didn't come back to a a swimming pool in your one-bedroom villa
2: no we did not good no. good <laughs> but no it was a rather enjoyable experience which i suppose brings you to that inevitable last question it is yeah is
0: it still as magical as we remember it
2: being? I always think our memories are 100% like it. My dad passed away in 07 and it's been 15 years. I always struggle to remember what he looks like. I like the pictures, um, are great for when you want to remember the stuff like that. And you, you can't remember when or not, you want to remember what it was like when you were 15 or when, when you were 30, or what it was like the last time you went. But the ambience of being in the theme parks was lovely. The Disney staff were fantastic. The rides were great. Nothing had changed there. I had a much better experience at Disney, I feel, than I did at Universal, particularly after that first day. I think the magic is still there. I think people just need to be open to change. And, you know, thinking back to those diehard fans who still cry today that Buddy Wars isn't open.
0: I'm not bothered about that one.
2: No. No. but, you know... I people know what
0: who, you mean. You know, people, command, yes. Body yeah. Wars,
2: rubbish. People who w- want to go back to see the original version of uh, the Imagination ride, people who want Soaring gone and want the land on its own, it's just... Things change, right? Dis- Walt well, Disney said it himself. Disneyland is never finished. It will always change and evolve, and I think you've got to be open to the possibility that it's evolving. Maybe not for the better, maybe not for the way that we want it to evolve, but once you... Yeah. But once you get past that point um, I enjoyed it. I had a lovely experience. I had a great family holiday. Uh, we did 15 days and that extra day just was great. Um, will I go back? Yes, 100%. Will I go with Virgin? Probably most likely. Um, we did bump into some people that we know over there who said that they flew into Melbourne with Tui and it's kind of like they're still beta testing that experience. Right. But uh, no, we, we, we loved it. And my wife is constantly reminding me on a daily basis to stop looking at that Virgin website, stop looking at travel websites, and we're not going for another two years. But, <laughs> you know, accidents happen. One day I accidentally go on a website, get out my credit card, and boom, we booked a holiday. So <laughs> wow. No, it'd be terrible
0: if that website was your great adventures, wouldn't it? That would, absolutely be would be <laughs> terrible <laughs> yep. well it's it's good to hear that the magic's still there you're still in it's it's still an enjoyable experience it's it's different but it's still enjoyable and it's still that thing that we that we love and the reason why we do what we're doing right now and that's sitting here for an hour and forty five minutes talking about. Walt Disney World at at 10 past 10 at night so <laughs> um you know there's a lot more um a lot more to come um from this this channel as well keep your eyes peeled um we've got a couple of pov videos coming um every week for a few weeks haven't we Andy
2: for for oh, the God, We're going going for like six, seven months at the rate with the amount uh, we filmed over there. Uh, The next one, I think, is going to be Mission Space, which is on Thursday. Nice. And then after that, on next Tuesday, it's going to be Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. And next Thursday, it will be Cosmic Rewind. And next Friday, as a... Sort of a bit of a weekend special, if you will, because it's my um, it's my birthday weekend. So I'm going to put out a bit of a special Ooh. for everyone. We're going to put out a room tour of a one bedroom villa at the Riviera.
0: Nice.
1: Okay.
0: So if everyone um, hits your notification bells and subscribes to the channel, you'll uh, you'll be notified as soon as these videos are up. Um matt might be doing a couple of videos as well um if he gets a chance work Um, i am work i'm working on scripts (laughs) the the the, the day job's asking a lot of me at the moment exactly yeah that's exactly it so we could we might possibly have a video going on up about the new mirrorverse game um uh so keep an eye out for that as well um we've got we've got some uh guides to the parks coming out as well um, just keep your eyes peeled. There's going to be there's going to be a, a a big amount of stuff coming to this channel, and and um, you you've got our Facebook and Instagram as well. Um, you can find us there. WW UK um, uh, Follow along um, for the latest news today. Um, I spent an hour putting together the Epcot Food and Wine Festival food guides and um, scheduling those posts. So there was about. Yeah. 32 posts i think mm-hmm. um with each and then we broke wow. down each in each individual booth um hocus pocus 2 trailer was released today as well yeah um, so this is all up on our facebook and instagram so find us on those social media sites and and follow along and and interact with us there as well we are we'll be more than happy to to, to interact back if you've got questions and and all that fun stuff and if you do um, if you do want to send us an email um, with any thoughts, suggestions, anything we can, anything we can improve on, really, because you know we, we're still learning and um, we, we want to get better and we want to grow, um, and uh, you can email us at wwuknewscast at gmail dot com. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's Andy's trip report and that's what's coming soon. Anything uh, anybody else wants to add before we say tara
3: it's my turn in two and a half weeks. I'm just going to lay it out there for you.
1: I'm <laughs> really happy
3: for you, Lewis.
0: I would say Lewis is going to take over the Instagram, but he doesn't know how to use it. So um, <laughs> we'll,
3: we'll, we'll,
0: we'll, uh, we'll leave that we'll, oh we'll there. I'll let it. do it. I'll <laughs> let Evie do it. I'll give her the login. She can she can do the Instagram yeah. if she wants.
2: Yeah, uh, Evie take over that fun.
0: That's it. We might have Evie taking over the social medias for the for two weeks coming soon in July. Yeah. Um, but yes, so thank you very much for watching or listening. If you are uh, if you are listening on a podcast audio format, um, and we'll we'll see you again next month with another episode of WW UK Newscast the Pod. See you later. Bye. Bye. Toodles.